What is up, ambitious listeners? So here we are as another race weekend comes to a close. I was live here from Watkins Glen International for the race weekend for NASCAR. I had the privilege to sit down with Vinnie Miller in an interview you'll hear soon. I also had the privilege to watch one of my favorite drivers, Chase Elliott, win. It's an interview I really enjoyed with Vinnie, and I hope everyone enjoys it. We'll be back here next week for another episode. Roll the video, or the audio. Yo, what is up? Welcome to Ambitious. My name is Dylan Price. Today's guest is a rising star in the NASCAR world. He continues his climb through the ranks in the Xfinity Series currently. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Vinny Miller. Vinny, how are you doing today? Good. How about yourself? I am doing great. So, can you kind of take myself and my listeners through how you got started in the racing world? Uh, you know, I got started just like uh, most kids that I race against. Um, I started in quarter midgets in Michigan whenever I was uh, four and a half. I started practicing, started racing when I was five. Um, and then from the time I was five to 12, I competed in that full time. And then when I was, uh, when I turned 12, that season I started racing some full-size stock cars. And I went through uh, street stock, sportsmen, late models. Uh, that's when I moved south and decided to pursue my dream in NASCAR. And I ran uh, two years of late models down south, then jumping up to Canada and Arca. And then I took kind of a big swing at it last season and uh, stepped into my rookie season in Xfinity. So now you are in, I believe, your second season in Xfinity, correct? Correct. So how do you feel the adjustment has been between last season to this season? Um, I feel like it's been a really good adjustment. You know, last year was, you know, kind of a rough year. Um, I was on a little bit more of a... It, last year, me and my team owner just didn't have the connection that me and BJ do this year. Um, me and BJ get along, and we uh, we hang out outside of racing. And we uh, we that's kind of how we got started with uh, our whole deal, was uh, me and him used to hang out on the lake, just as friends and whatever. So... I think the adjustments been I learned a lot last year that's helped me a lot this year um, and then I've been able to take what I learned last year and really apply it uh, here at my new team now how do you feel you are going to fare throughout the rest of the season including tomorrow's race here at Watkins Glen um I think that I'm going to struggle a little bit with the road courses, honestly, just because I'm not really, you know, a road course racer. I've never done it before in my life except for last year. Mm-hmm. But I think overall that's going to be the biggest challenge. Other than that, I think we'll keep running, you know, right around where we have been um, on the ovals between 15th and 25th every week. That's our goal. And we've been getting closer and closer to that goal, uh, you know, as the year goes on. So... I think it's it's been a very good season uh, compared to last year, and I'm excited to see where it ends up going the rest of the year. You know, we're starting to revisit some of the tracks I really like coming up. Like, I know we got Bristol here in two weeks. Um, I know Dover comes up again at some point in time. Uh, We go back to Vegas. I like that track a lot. So I'm excited to go back to some of these tracks and see what we can do. Now, you said you're not much of a road course racer. Have you had a chance to feel out the car for this week at Watkins Glen yet? Uh, no, I actually go out to practice here at 1230. We're going to roll off, and we'll go and get some laps around the track. But I have been 
um, on a racing simulator at her shop probably about 10 hours this week prepping for the weekend. And I think that's going to uh, hopefully help show some improvement there, too. Wow. And I am currently here, actually, as well at Watkins Glen. Are you going to have a chance to catch the K&N action tonight and maybe get a read on what you kind of want to do tomorrow based on how they perform and everything? Um, possibly. It depends on, you know, I, I rode up with the team, so it just kind of depends on what time they want to get out of here. Um, they're my ride back to the hotel, so if they want to leave early, then probably not. If I get stuck here doing nothing, then yeah, I'll probably get to watch a little bit of the K&N race. Now, a question I always wanted to ask a NASCAR driver of a sort is, um, do you get road rage out on the track? Like, I know there's the mic up things where they are going off on the drivers and everything, but do you get road rage when you are racing? Um, yes and no. It really just depends on the circumstances. Like, I can guarantee you at the road courses, I'm probably not going to because I am going to be probably more in the way than um, people will be in my way. So I'm probably not going to get too much road rage out there this week. But normally on oval, if I'm trying to get around someone, and they just consistently keep blocking me and I'm faster than them, yes, I will start cussing up a storm. <laughs> now, and is, it's funny. Is there someone who is like, I guess, your rival maybe? Um, there's a couple people in the back of the pack that, I, that normally race me hard whenever I'm trying to pass them that really get on my nerves. So I would say there's a couple people I, that I would call rivals. Are you allowed to say names, or is that something you want to shy away from? <laughs> uh, I could, but I'd rather not, just in case they ever heard it. I don't have, feel like having them wreck me on the track <laughs> at some point. I completely understand. Now, on the opposite... That would, that would create issues off the track, then. <laughs> now, on the opposite side of the spectrum, are there any of your competitors that you like to see win and that you enjoy racing? Um, yeah, I mean... You know, obviously, I, I don't really have a fan in a, Like, I'm not a fan of anyone in our series. Like, you know, whenever one of the top-running guys wins, I'm not like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I'm, like, good for them. Like, you know, I'm buddies with uh, Tyler Reddick. It's always cool to see him win. Custer, um, those those are two of the two that I normally don't mind seeing win. Um, and then there's some other people that win frequently that have raised me dirty in the past, and I really don't like seeing them win. But... You know, my teammate Matt, um, he's not in the car this weekend, but whenever he runs good, you know, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for our team when we run good. Um, you know, some of the other back running guys, I'm happy when they run good if I'm friends with them. So stuff like that. Now, what is your craziest memory from racing throughout your time in NASCAR, Xfinity Series, um, K&N, etc.? Um... Do we want to go all the way back to quarter midgets, or do we want to stick up here with the bigger series? Uh, whatever you want. <laughs> um, quarter midgets, I'm going to say the time that I was strapped into the car on the pit cart still, and my dad and grandfather were rushing to get me up to the starting grid to go out. And there was a Cadillac coming down the wrong side of the road, and they decided to crank the wheel to the right really hard, and they sent me tumbling off the pit cart. Oh, and I barrel rolled about four times, thank God I was strapped in. But actually, after that, I had a bent tire rod and everything, and I still went out and uh, ended up qualifying on the pole. And then other than that, um, I would say craziest stuff in the big cars 
would be Arca is a memory whenever I was going for a win at Michigan and I got knocked out of the way and sent into the wall and I still finished 10th in the race with a carbon monoxide poisoning level of 23 out of 100 which is pretty high normal like normal is zero and then high is like six to seven I don't know how I passed out I think I was just enraged so much and then last year here at Watkins Glen um, I had my throttle stick whenever it was raining and I drove straight into the uh, tire barriers in turn one because I could uh, turn or get slowed down so that was a, a memory I would not like to relive ever I actually do think I remember when the rain started coming down last year and then the caution came out and I was in the bus stop and I remember he- hearing over the uh, loudspeakers and there was a caution. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize someone wrecked. I thought it was for the rain, but uh, I do remember watching you in that race and you did a good job. I don't think, uh, I don't think you're giving yourself, I think you're giving yourself not enough credit for your road coursing ability though. I Thank you. I appreciate that. So... After this season, how far ahead can you look of what do you think the next step is for your career? Um, you know, I'm signed with uh, BJ's team through next year. And so I know I've got a ride next year full time. And I'm working really hard right now to get some uh, more sponsors on board to make a third year possible here. Um, so I think, you know, for at least the next two to three seasons for sure, um, you're going to see me back here at BJ McLeod Motorsports. And then, you know, just keep trying to dig in the right direction. And, you know, obviously everyone wants to make the cup. Hopefully make a couple cup starts here and there so I get the experience. And uh, just keep moving forward. Now, one thing I've noticed over the past kind of few years or so is guys like, you know, Eric Almirola and Matt DiVendetto, who were driving, you know, minor or so cars in the Cup Series after um, doing having some amount of success in the Xfinity Series, were finally rewarded for having, you know, immense ability, and I do think you're a phenomenal driver, so I do think you could be along that path of um, sort of what Matt DiBendetto and Eric Almirola took. Do you feel that's kind of the path you're going down with your career, of you'll uh, eventually be in one of the main cup cars? You know, that's the hope, I think, for uh, anyone that drives at our level, and uh, that's, that's the path that I'm wanting to take. For sure. Um, I'm kind of, the way I look at my life normally is I like to be laid back and just kind of go with the flow. I've already achieved my dream by running, you know, one full season in the Xfinity Series. And, you know, I'm, I just keep living it. And I'm trying to just move forward the best I can. And whatever the future holds, it'll bring to me. And that is a great mentality to have, I believe. And what is your favorite track to race at of all of them? Dover. Dover? And why is that? I just like Dover. Um, I, I've had bad luck there, I would say, in the past. Like, I, I've always been decent there, driving-wise. And then I, I just normally don't get a good finish. But it's just a track I like to drive. Um, it takes balls, and you just have to, you know, drive down the corner, manhandle it, and get after it. Now, is there a track you really don't enjoy racing? You did mention road courses, but is there maybe a different style track that you really don't enjoy going to on the circuit? Uh, yeah, I really don't like Richmond and New Hampshire. And is that just because it's the short tracks, or is it just the style? No, I, track? I like short tracks. I love Bristol and uh, you know Phoenix and stuff like that. But I just really don't like Richmond because it's a track that you have to have you know good tires. Everything's got to go right for you. 
Um, same with New Hampshire. I don't like New Hampshire just because it's a really technical track, hard to drive. Um, and I've just never really seen success at either of those places. So those are on my uh, do not like list right now. <laughs> what is life like outside of racing for you? Um, that's pretty simple. Uh, you know, I normally hang out in the shop one or two days a week. And then other than that, if it's summertime, I'm on my boat. And if it's wintertime, I'm normally at home in Michigan in my barn throwing parties with my friends. And what, um, I guess, if you weren't a race car driver, what do you think your career would have been? Uh, you know, I really don't know. I, like I said, I, when that point comes, I'll think about that and figure it out. Um, what other than racing did you do when you were growing up, like sports-wise, or was your dream from the start to be a NASCAR driver? Um, I studied very heavily in a couple different types of martial arts when I was younger. Um, I did golf team in high school, and I did swim team for about two days until I got kicked off the team. Do you still golf at all? Yeah, I still golf. And how uh, are you? I'm not very... I'm not very good at it anymore. Huh. I'm actually going uh, I'm, out right after this interview to go golfing. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I, I still golf, but I'm better at uh, drinking now that I am golfing. <laughs> I mean, they can kind of correlate. Some people are better golfers when they drink more, and some people just suck when they drink more. But <laughs> Yeah, that, that's me to a point until I, I have a very fine edge of, that I, I can go to until I just start to suck really bad. <laughs> um, I do want to, however much you can, dive into that swim team story. How do you, what happened there? Um, that's pretty simple. I was, you know, one of the fastest swimmers on the team and I was a sophomore and my, and I wore board shorts, didn't shave my head, didn't shave my arms, none of that stupid stuff. So, um, the coach basically told me that I had to wear either a jammer or a speedo, and I said it wasn't going to happen because I was already faster than a lot of the kids on the team. And we went to the – she said that I was kicked off the team if I showed up at uh, our first meet, and I wasn't wearing one. And that's uh, that's what happened there. So you were always wanting to go fast, just obviously not uh, not at the expense of style. having – Yeah, not at the expense of having to wear a speedo or anything. Correct. If, if I can go fast my way, I'd rather do it my way than someone else's. Um, golf team, I uh, I did that freshman through senior year, but I actually got kicked off of that senior year too. It's uh, it's frowned upon to chase someone across the course with your putter if they uh, cheat. Oh, <laughs> that is. Uh, I mean, that's not a bad reason to get kicked off. But, uh. No, no, yeah, they, they've all got fun stories behind them. Yeah, I, uh, the only, because I started golfing my freshman year, and I, now I'm heading into my junior year, so I've got two years under my belt now. My freshman year, I didn't understand the rules the best, and a kid was, I was in a bunker, and I put my club down in the bunker before I took the shot, so obviously I, that's a stroke, and I didn't know that, and the kid was being a jerk in general, so I politely told him to stick his club where the sun don't shine, and his coach politely told me to uh, kind of calm down and not take my aggression out on the uh, golf course. And him and I had some words. So uh, I do still play, but that was kind of my uh, the closest thing I have to chasing a kid on the course with a putter. Yeah, I, if, that, if that was me, I would have uh, told the 
get, I was going to punch him in the face after I took my shot. <laughs> well, I mean, I was sucking anyways. I got a double par, I think, on that course anyways. So. That's okay. That's about my golf game every time I go out. <laughs> so what compelled you to chase him with the putter? Just he was cheating? Uh, yeah, he was trying to take strokes, and it was, uh, you know, one of the biggest matches of uh, the year. It was a tournament that we got out of school all day for, and I called him a few times, and I told him if he did it again, I was going to beat the hell out of him with my putter. So he did it again, and I tried. He, I, just, he, he was in a little bit better shape than I was. He was able to run faster. <laughs> I mean, of all the clubs, I think, to hit someone with, I guess the putter would be the best one to choose out of the bag. Well, that, that's just what I had in my hands. <laughs> um, so aside from golf and swimming, was there any other sports that you partaked in in uh, high school? Uh, nope, that was it. <laughs> and are you a fan of other sports besides NASCAR and anything? Uh, not really. I like to watch MMA sometimes. Do you have a uh, fighter that you choose to root for a lot? Uh, McGregor. McGregor. And yeah. what was your opinion on his uh, controversies in the past? Or are you a fan of, you know, the well-outspoken kind of fighters? Uh, I mean, I, I'm a fan of that. I, I like people that stand out and they're different, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, what was another question I had for you? Oh, so with everything through this season and beyond, how do you feel you're going to fare with points and everything for when you finish up the season? Uh, I think we're going to be real close to getting top 20 points overall for the season. If not, probably right there, 21st, 22nd, somewhere in there. Now, as the time goes on, like, what was your goal last year, and then did that goal increase this year, and will, do you see it increasing next year? Um... It, last year, I was shooting for top 25 points. Um, I think I missed that by two spots. This year, my goal is top 20. So, obviously, I'd love to achieve it. And if I can't, then that'll definitely be the goal for next year, too. So, next season, would a goal to be, or would a good goal to be to try to make the playoffs? Is that something you see being realistic, or is that something you see being more realistic down the road a little more? I, I see that as being something a little bit more realistic down the road. I mean, it, it's definitely a possibility. I mean, anything could happen, um, you know, next season. But I, I think it'll be a season or two before that happens. Now, um, did you ever think about racing trucks? Was that ever a part of the process? Because I a lot of, um, I don't know... Like, I always thought of um, the trucks in, like, K&N as sort of close and level, and then Xfinity was, like, um, the right before NASCAR. Did you ever think about taking the jump and going to the trucks, or was it always going right to uh, Xfinity? Um, I never really thought about going to trucks. I only ran one truck race, and that was for Talladega, and that was to get me approved for my uh, start first Xfinity uh, Super Speedway start last year at Daytona. But it was never really in my, in my mind to run trucks because I figured the Xfinity cars were close to Arthur cars, and I figured it'd be a little bit easier transition. And how was that transition for the first part of your uh, career? Um, you know, like I told you, it was my rookie season last year. Um, I didn't really have any guidance, so I struggled a lot uh, last year. But, you know, this year, like I said in the beginning of the interview, it was, it was a lot easier going into this year. Um, I actually got to race with BJ's team six races last year, which was kind of nice. It kind of got me a feel for, you know, the 
atmosphere over here, um, how it's more laid back. Uh, I got to know the team and stuff over the winter and all that, so that was all good. And it just made going into the season a lot easier. And when um, when it's all said and done, what do you want to take away from you know your experience the past two seasons, like heading into the next season, I guess? Um... I would say overall what I want to take into each season going forward is what I learned in my previous seasons that can help me to become a better driver and get better finishes on, uh, you know, the tracks that I'm better at and the tracks that I'm not very good at, you know, look back at notes and figure out what I can do better to be better next season. Who do you kind of um, maybe model your racing style after or look up to in the racing world? Um... I've always liked Tony Stewart. He was my favorite driver. Um, you know, I don't really model my driving, I don't think, after anyone, but I do like, you know, his outlook on things. You know, he raised people how they raised him, so, you know, if you rubbed him constantly in the race and were driving him dirty, then he'd drive you dirty, and I'm the same way. I'm, I'm very nice and forgiving, but if you start messing with me on the track, um, you know, I'm going to come right back, and I'm not going to let you push me around. I'm the same way in the car as I am out of the car. Um, do you look up to anyone that's currently in the uh, Monster Energy series? Uh, I think Jimmy Johnson would be who I look up to the most that's still currently in the Monster series. You know, he works very hard at, you know, being a good driver and staying in shape and just trying to be the best that he can be. Now, ultimately, so this is a question I ask um, every guest I have on here, is ultimately when it is all said and done, what is the legacy you want to leave on just your career in racing and your life in general? Um, career in racing, I would say, you know, obviously like we talked about, I want to make the cup, I want to run up front. Uh, you know, everyone would love to win a championship. It, I, I want to be whenever I'm done I would want to say that I was a respected driver and someone that people coming up and into the sport could look up to and then in life overall legacy I just want to be known as the fun loving guy that wouldn't take shit from no one and you know nice guy overall and just live life to the fullest and have fun well, Vinny, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I'm going to let you go and get ready for practice. I can't wish you nothing but the best of luck throughout the rest of the season and especially this weekend at Watkins. Um, do you want to plug your social medias or any of your other stuff before we close off? Uh, yeah. So, obviously, uh, if, for anyone that follows me, they know that I have Pit Viper come on as a full-time sponsor for the rest of the season. Um and they can go over to Pit Viper's website if they're interested in any of their gear and sunglasses and use the promo code NASCAR Vinny78 for 20% off their entire order. And then, you know, just a huge thanks to my family to get me where I am today, um, all my sponsors that have helped me get me to where I am today. And as for my social media channels, it is Vinny Miller underscore for uh, Twitter and Instagram and Vinny Miller Racing for Facebook. Well, Vinny, I can't thank you enough for coming on. And once again, best of luck this weekend and in your future. I uh, just 
thank you very much for coming on the show, man. It was a lot of fun. No problem. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, man.